Welcome to the Sports Equity Podcast. Here we talk to special guests from teams, brands, and agencies to discuss the value that sports brings to business through current trends and best practices with your host, Brett Weisbrot. Today on Sports Equity, we have a special guest from the sports industry with 25 years in the business, always willing to take a challenge head on, started in the minor leagues, then NHL in Tampa and South Florida for 12 plus years, now leading partnerships for the college football playoff national championship game in Miami 2021. Please welcome RJ Martina. Hello, Brett. Thanks for having me today. Great to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. So, you know, tell me a little bit about starting in the minors, uh, maybe about the skill set, work ethic, you know, where, you know, where does that hit home and, you know, starting for you? Uh, those are good. Those are good memories. And uh, rolled a lot of tarps, uh, rolled a lot of hot dogs, parked a lot of cars. <laughs> Basically, concept whatever whatever it takes. Um, I think was was really ingrained uh, in me from uh, from my minor league days. Really did whatever it takes as a team. We had a, we had. A, um, I was with um, the Pirates, the White Sox, the Rockies, Blue Jays. I was with a bunch of teams. Um, I rise up. I wanted to be a GM of a, of a minor league baseball team. And uh, in doing so, I wanted to learn everything about uh, operations and concessions and obviously sales, uh, group sales, ticket sales, all those good things. So um, it was really a whatever it takes attitude that's really uh, stayed with me my entire career. You know, I know you're very familiar with the, the term rolling up your sleeves. Um, you know, in today's climate, um, how is that incorporating what you do on a daily basis? Oh, it's, it's everything, really. It's, it's my DNA. Um, the, the reality of the situation is that I, um, I, I try to be able to roll up my sleeves with every person that I work with, every client that I have, uh, to really understand what their goals are, true, but also at the same time really give 110% of, of me to uh, to everybody that I work with and really everything that I do, whether it's charities and and uh, and things in the community raising raising awareness or funds, or uh, obviously the national uh, championship game uh, with everything that we're doing with our, our community celebrations and 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 really just the passion of of, um, of 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 sharing that with everyone so that if there is a fit we we can make something work for them. So going backwards a little bit after the minors, right? Um, you know, you spent some time in the NHL and in multiple non-traditional markets, which we know is challenging. You know, how did you get creative in those in those type of venues? You know, to build your business around hockey in a warm climate. Yeah, that's a good question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back. When I first started, I was in Asheville, North Carolina. I was uh, 22, um, and I and I basically uh, I remember talking to a, a car detailing company, and I was trying to sell a guy an eighth of a pay, page ad. I think it was $300. And uh, I went over to talk with him. And uh, he said, why would I spend $300 with you to uh, how many cars are you going to have me, me detail? And I, and I kind of listened to him and, and I said, hmm, that's a good question. How am I going to drive, you know, $300 worth of, uh, of car detailing business back? And I thought about it at the time. Again, this is many years ago. And uh, that, that really resonated with me of, of really trying to provide value and no matter what it is whatever the product whatever the services are whatever 
whatever wins and losses that you have on the, on the field or on the ice, um, th that it was all about value and what, what passion I can bring, the introductions that I can bring to people, uh, the, the opportunities for people to network really has been um, kind of the core of, of what I bring to the table of uh, trying to connect people so that if I find out that a certain company is, is trying to target a certain buyer, I try to coordinate my friends or, or, or acquaintances to be able to uh, make those introductions. So it's a win-win for everybody. So now parlaying that into 20 point seasons in Tampa, um, how did you, how did you get out there and, and going back to the rolling up the sleeves, go out building relationships around a team that had probably minimal to no performance? Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a fun time right there. Those three years in, uh, in Tampa with the Lightning, I remember calling companies up, and uh, it was a dial for dollars. It was a yellow page time of my life where I was really hammering through uh, lots of phone calls, trying to connect with folks that were, were, uh, were a good fit for us, um, and, and, and really just, just trying to um, get in front of folks, which was obviously the key of being able to talk with them and be super creative uh, on how we could use the assets that the team had and really create assets so that it fit exactly uh, what those companies uh, were trying to accomplish. Be it if it was a restaurant trying to drive catering, we, we, we put together packages with tickets that included a pregame barbecue. Um, that was one example. Uh, and just really get, get engaged and become um, the marketing contact for those companies and utilizing the assets that, uh, that we have with the team. So yeah, those were tough times with the with the twenty win. Uh, you know, the, those seasons were 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 challenging. But it really, um, the, I think the minor league background it really helped me because I never really cared what was going on on the field. We never we never sold wins and losses, um, and that really carried over from the minor league league world where whatever happens on the on the ice happens on the ice. Whether you won ten games in a row, now don't get me wrong, we won ten ten games in a row. I was talking about the winning streak. But if we lost 10 games in a row, I, I wasn't, uh, that wasn't what I was focused on. I was really focused on value uh, and really trying to drive new business development for them with introductions as well as creativity, uh, whether it was B2C or B2B. So, you know, being in Tampa at the same time as you being in school, I know it didn't help, you know, competing against Super Bowl championship Buccaneers either, right? They were growing. You come down to South Florida, similar situation, right? Uh, the King takes over, uh, King LeBron takes over AAA, uh, multiple finals championships, selling against that with hockey again in South Florida. You know, how did you go out there and become the hero in South Florida? Yeah, that was a fun run for the Heat, that's for sure. Um, and, and being in the same market, we tried to embrace it. We, uh, we actually came up with a uh, with a LeBron ticket package, if you remember those days, those were those were good times. Um, I, I again, I think it came back to value of what we what we offered. I think uh, we we had different assets. Uh, obviously, we're we're in a different arena in, in many different ways. Meaning that we didn't have the 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 pub, the hype, the um, the, the wins that the the Heat were having with that awesome run. Or the um, location. For the location, true. So we, you know, we focused on on uh, on our concerts, on the value of what we brought to the table, of what we did have uh, on the hockey side. Again, with uh, the opportunities with our suites to be able to to bring in prospects and, and current clients together uh, to drive business and, and help companies build relationships. 
And then if you wanted, put your name in lights and, and really um, try to do something that, that showed that you were bigger than what you were in some cases. You know, if you were trying to brand yourself or if you, again, were trying to, to drive those relationships, we had assets that really could, could accomplish what you were looking for. And we tried to keep it affordable. So that was kind of our goal. You know, in those two different runs over the course of 12 plus years in hockey, what, you know, what would you say was your biggest success story? I, I think it was really the relationships, the friendships uh, that I that I had uh, gained through that that 12 years of, of uh, working at the uh, BB&T Center with the Florida Panthers with uh, Mike Yormark and Pedro Goncalves and uh, Chad Johnson, a whole, whole bunch of different great guys. We're all still friends to the day, both internally, but I, I think also externally with with the uh, the clients. Uh, I remain friends with with a lot of them and uh, stay in touch. And, and, uh, and really continue kind of that same vibe of how can I help you? Uh, that's really, really what's, what's the most important thing. How can I give um, so that I can help others? And in turn, it, it all comes back around. Everything works out. So transition now uh, to a little more current, you know, working with different brands, working uh, with different teams, you know, building the, you know, bigger partnerships than just maybe some of the things you had done over the years. Um, you know, gambling 10 years ago, right? You were doing some hospitality, but they weren't marketing the way they are now. How long before CBD and other regulated areas break through? You know, what categories and those things do you see coming? Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, obviously, I'm not an expert in the field, but I think the, uh, you know, the, the CBD, uh, THC, uh, they, they, more educational in their approach of, of really trying to overcome the stigma of, of what CBD uh, and THC is. Um, I think in, in some of the events that I've been involved with, um, I've learned a lot um, and, it, and how it helps veterans with uh, PTSD and families, children with PTSD. Um, and, and really educational, I think, is the approach. Uh, and until those, those industries get approved uh like you said on the gambling side a lot of a lot of uh, teams um you know cigarettes back in the day uh, tobacco products things like that those were were never allowed um i'm, I'm assuming you know as as, uh, as things grow and and there's more education on on in certain industries that things will uh will, will hopefully be allowed to be marketed in a more general uh, way so that they can uh, educate folks more on the benefits and in some cases the negatives in, in uh, the, those products. So, you know, using the word educate, um, educate us a little bit on what you're looking to accomplish with a community-based organization um, going out there and talking about the national championship and the Orange Bowl committee here in the South Florida market. Yeah, we're, we're really doing some great things in the marketplace right now. We have our uh, championship community celebrations. We actually have one this Saturday. Um, at uh, Carter Park, um, and we, we're doing a lot of really great things with uh, companies that want to market themselves to um, to folks who need help, to families who need need help. Uh, it's it's a COVID food drive, COVID relief, as well as uh, back to school supplies for the for the students. Uh, we've got some really great backpacks with uh, paper and pens, pay, and uh, pencils. Lots lots of great supplies for. Uh, a lot of the students and a lot of the families that are disadvantaged who, who may may need uh, additional support during this challenging time. 
So we're, we're really excited about, about what we're doing with our community celebrations. We're, we're actually doing one in uh, Broward, Palm Beach, and in uh, Miami-Dade. So we're impacting a lot of people. And uh, we have partnership opportunities for companies that want to jump in and be able to, um, to support the cause and, uh, and help folks in our community, but also be able to market themselves and their services, products, so that there's a, uh, a return on investment uh, on that side, too. That and I know, you know, back to schools coming up here, right? You know, something you've dealt with for, you know, 20 something years, sending kids back to school. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about the, you know, how you support the teachers with the organization? Yeah, we, we have uh, Extra Yard for Teachers is our, uh, is the college football playoff uh, charity. And a lot of the funds that we, we drive go towards our Extra Yard for Teachers. Uh, one of the initiatives that we have to support that is, uh, renovating about 40 middle school libraries through the Tri-County, South Florida area. Really great, we're, we're going in, totally renovating these, these uh, libraries so that we can get them up to date. We can put um, you know, technology in there so that students and teachers can benefit and really have the tools so that they can be successful. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but before we go, who is an ideal client or who is an ideal person for you to be introduced to? Anyone, any company, uh, C-level executive, any any person that's working to make an impact and support our community and um, and really help others those are those are great introductions for me um, whether they end up doing something with the uh, celebrations that we have or support the extra yard for teachers uh, we also have a golf tournament and some other events that we're hosting to raise money for uh, for south florida uh, but I, th I think anyone that wants to help help in the community looking to to get involved um, be it to get their staff uh, to volunteer or to um, just donate funds to be able to support these causes are wonderful. And also companies that are looking to market in these challenging times. Uh, some companies uh, may need affordable marketing assets to be able to help them uh, you know, get jump started. So I think those are, are really important for companies also. So I think it's really people that are looking for community as well as companies that are looking to uh, you know, to drive ROI. That's great. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the Sports Equity Podcast today. We appreciate having you as a guest and we will definitely chat with you soon. Great, Brett. I appreciate you having me. It's been, uh, been a lot of fun chatting with you. Thanks for listening to the Sports Equity Podcast, where we discuss the value that sports brings to business. Follow us for new episodes on a weekly basis. See you next time.